Welcome, welcome back to Next Gen Podcast. I am Abby. And I'm Felicia. And today's episode, we will talk about how does the world view Gen Z? And what does ministry look like from my perspective as us as Generation Z? We will be sharing just four bullet points and go ahead, Felicia, and give the, us the first bullet point. Okay, so the first point that I wanted to dive into is what is Gen Z as a whole? And I wanted to dive into some of the details as to what makes us us. So uh, Generation Z are people in a generation that are born between the years of 1995 and 2012. This making the oldest of us about 25 and the youngest uh, just around eight. Uh, So I just wanted to first uh, state that we are a generation that has come through so many different things that have formulated who we are at such a young age. Uh, so many generations have gone through different things, but uh, as we know that there, at a short period of time, so many things that have culminated that have formed us and created us into who we are today and who we will be for the rest of our lives. So I just wanted to introduce uh, some, just a few examples as to some of the things that we've gone through uh, as a generation together. Um, Just a few examples being uh, the economic recession of 2008, the legalization of gay marriage, and um, the COVID-19 pandemic, which has had lasting effects on each and every single one of us um, Mm -hmm. at such an important stage of life. Um, And so I just, uh, and the kind of connectivity that has brought that together and making us one. uh, And so that kind of goes into our second point, which Abby, you will bring us. Our second point is that we are the most diverse generation of all times. We are just so filled with different cultures, uh, different backgrounds, uh, whether you're Caucasian, African-American, Korean, Asian, um, Hispanic, all types of people we meet, uh, specifically in the United States, we meet from um, that speak different languages, And it's so nice because we get to learn their culture, their food, their habits, their routines, uh, their upbringings. And a source from Feed.Bible, it says that almost half, 48% of Gen Z in the U.S. are non-Occasian, compared to only 18% of baby boomers when they were children and teens. So... That kind of bringing us to the third point, Um, as Abby said, we are the most diverse. And with that kind of goes into us being the first generation with smartphones, being able to learn about each other's cultures and be able to uh, learn so much about each other at the touch of a button um, and being able to communicate at such young ages. Uh, That being said, we are the most social media present. Uh, and so some stats coming from also feed.bible uh, says that we are a generation that is 62% more likely to have Snapchat, while Wall Street agrees that it reaches 90% of its audience of the ages 13 to 24 through Snapchat. Um, this bringing us to the fact that on average, a Generation Z team by reaching adulthood has created over nine and a half social media accounts. Wow. And our last point is that 
us as Generation Z, we are ambition. We are go-getters. And if we have a goal, we're going to aim that regardless of others around us that says otherwise. We want to strive for stability. We want to strive for financial stability, achievement based off of our education and career specifically before we can, uh, for example, have a family or have luxuries because we have seen the repercussions, the effects in our parents. You know, for example, my parents have never went uh, or graduated from school or college. And so I being the first one in, in the generation, it is a huge accomplishment. And my mom, she cleans houses and my dad is an electrician. So just raising in that type of income or that uh, middle class, you could say middle, low class, uh, definitely I've seen the effects of it. And another source from Bible it says that two in five say that professional and educational achievement is most important to their sense of life, the first generation to rank those things higher than family. Interesting. So uh, as we wrap up the four points that has to do with some of the most um, integral parts of who we are at Generation Z, uh, I just wanted to switch the train tracks a little bit to kind of a focus on the second focus of our podcast, which is ministry. So we talked a bit about Gen Z, and now we're going to be talking about ministry. Uh, as we both uh, approach uh, defining what ministry is and what brought us to that conclusion in our personal perspectives, uh, not only of what ministry is to us and what uh, personal uh, things that we have to input on that, but also what the world thinks of it at this moment. Uh, so uh, if, Abby, you want to explain that for a second of what, what that means to you. Ministry means to me dying to yourself and de denying yourself. It does not mean that people are going to take advantage of you and you're people pleasing all the time. No, ministry is servanthood. You are serving other people, right? You want them to grow. And by you um, being a healthy individual, I strongly believe that healthy relationships are built by being a healthy individual. And so that starts with you being a healthy individual uh, you following Jesus, studying the word of God and not just only reading it, investing in yourself. And so when you invest in other people and serve other people, they can be better than you. And just my years of ministry or serving in ministry, I've served in children, worship, dance ministry. And now I have been serving majority of my time in youth ministry for about four or five years now. And definitely what I have learned is that I am not here for myself. I'm not here for a position or for a title. I'm here for other people because where I am placed, it's only temporarily. Definitely. I definitely agree with uh, everything that you said about it, but especially about being a servant uh, and what ministry is. Um, because, uh, like you said, ministry is um, dying to self and denying self. 
And so being able to not only share that um, as part of who you are, uh, but also being able to teach that. Uh, and so ministry, you know, it, it, it shows not only who you are as a Christian and as a, um, a child of God, uh, as, as, he, as Jesus told his disciples before he left, you know, um, your mission is to make disciples. And so for us, uh, that I believe is uh, not only a, for us as Christians, but as people in ministry, um, just something that I think is integral to uh, who we are, um, not only as Gen Z, but also uh, people of our generation and people in our world, but as Christians and people who are serve in ministry and in the church, uh, that we be able to teach that, to teach unconditional love, to teach uh, grace and uh, to teach servanthood above all else and say, you know, I am not created for myself, but for others. And that we, uh, our purpose in life is that. Uh, and so that stemming from, you know, my, again, my personal years in ministry also um, through youth and worship and children's ministry and um, just growing up as a PK, being able to see that in a lot of different kind of perspectives with many different hats, um, just knowing that ministry goes way beyond what the world sees um, as standing behind a pulpit, uh, as standing on stage, uh, as the person with a microphone controlling everything, or, you know, the youth leader on Wednesday night, or, you know, anything like that. It goes so far beyond uh, that, but also in being able to love people uh, with everything that you have, um, with the strength and the love that the Lord gives you um, and being able to teach that effectively. Uh, so um, kind of segueing that into um, what is ministry to the Gen Z um, and in our perspective um, and to those that are not Christian um, or just the world. Um, yes. So Gen Z um, has been labeled uh, the least religious generation of um, our time. And so, um, with that, uh, uh, feed up Bible mentions that two in five teens answer to none as a religion. This kind of shares just a little bit of the attitude towards, um, the church and Christianity and religion as a whole, that there is kind of this attitude of, we don't need anything else and uh, kind of an apathetic uh, sense towards what ministry is. And so um, it says in, in general that only 51% of anyone under the age of 20 is a Christian. And so uh, this is a crazy number considering it says only 8% of them are committed Christians through their habits and their lifestyle. So to be able to stand um, and and be a light and, and uh something to share the great things that not only the Lord has for us, but what we can do in the world and what we can share uh, in that. Uh, and so being able to uh, somehow turn that around and be a light in the Gen Z world. Of course. And to bounce back off of that, Felicia, about ministry itself, The church is not a building. The church are people. And with that ministry, 
like you said, ministry is not having a microphone or a, or going up on stage or having a platform. Ministry can be cleaning an office or cleaning uh, a building or I said that. <laughs> um, it could be, you know, helping out the homeless or volunteering at a drug abuse or a substance uh, center. It, it could be working with special needs. It could be working at a school. It could be working at a hospital. Wherever you are, that is ministry because you are not only multiplying disciples, but you will be known and all of us will be known based of our fruits. And with, concluding with that, We want all of you to just reassure or have that secured that ministry is not inside a building. Ministry is not having a microphone or having a title or position in a church building. You know, wherever you are, wherever you are serving, if it's not even in church, you are still doing ministry. And thank you for tuning in on our first podcast. We hope to hear from all of you on our next episode as we dive more in depth as a Generation Z.